0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University, the university where you learn what is going on in the world of pop culture and learn cute life lessons that we can take for our own lives from the situations that celebrities are going through right in front of our eyes. I am your host, Patty Eminger. You may know me as Patty Pop Culture from TikTok. If it is your first time here, thank you so much for coming. If it's not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back. I love you, I stand you, I am in your fandom. Everyone is welcome here. It is a fan girl and fan boy safe space friendly zone it's also a safe space just to get a little messy for the sake of having fun the messier you are the more extra credit you get in this class so there's a lot i want to talk about today but let me just get through this little intro first and tell you what the hell we're going to talk about on this lesson so (laughs) yesterday i woke up and an a-list celebrity sent me a cease and desist letter from their lawyers so we're gonna get into that and why i was sent that legal letter um you're gonna want to hear about that and today we're gonna talk about ariana grande we never really talk about her but fans are worried for her for three different reasons about her weight her husband, people on social media mocking her. And then I want to talk about the fact that Nicki Minaj is turning 40 years old today. And the huge milestone in why 40 is not just such a scary age. It's the new 20, in my opinion. Then I'm going to talk about Kiki Palmer being bullied right after announcing she's pregnant. James Corden still being an asshat bully that we all know he is now. And then two men who have recently been exposed for doing steroids one of them is an a-list celebrity we're going to talk about all of it but before we do make sure to rate this podcast five star on spotify apple Podcasts. leave a cute little review for the professor that's like your rate my professor space right there leave a cute little review screenshot yourself listening to it post it to your instagram story and tag me i will hit you up i always do that and yeah welcome to pop culture university class take your seats Okay, so I want to talk to you guys about what I was talking about last episode, and that is the fact that I'm going through a breakup right now. Me and my boyfriend of like almost a year just broke up, and it was super hard. Last episode, I was fully in the super depressive state, heartbreak mode that I really have never been in in my life. That was my first boyfriend. And for some reason, I thought it would be a little bit easier for some reason, because I kind of saw it coming it was mutual but i really didn't expect just the ice cold like frozen mind fuck feeling that it was like miley cyrus said nothing breaks like a heart the episode on tuesday i really could barely even get through because i was that upset i was taking really long breaks in between each segment editing it took forever i literally almost waved the white flag on the episode like three times and just didn't post it Today, I'm definitely feeling better. Um, I've still cried about every single day since Sunday, but it's getting less and less each day. I was feeling like depression symptoms, not being able to get out of my bed and stuff, but I want to come to those feelings. When you're in that space, you just feel so weighed down and you don't want to do anything. I was really just doom scrolling on my phone, just feeling so upset and almost like this panicky anxiety and just such a extreme weight on my back like I was also very volatile in that moment could really have just started crying at any time I don't want to give away too much about what happened um because you know it's his business and I don't want to put it out there but I was really down on Tuesday because he was blocking me not talking to me on anything and that was giving me major anxiety but since then we've been talking had a a really healthy discussion. We've helped each other through it. He didn't think that would be possible to help each other through it because he's had more exes and that's never how it's gone for him. But for me, I just knew that that's what I needed. And I think there was a lot of empowerment being the two people who were helping each other through the breakup because we're clearly the only ones who knew what was going on. So that really healed me a lot. And I'm feeling a lot better today. It's still sad. I still feel sad. I don't feel 100%. Physically, I still feel slightly sick and just tired, but it's definitely on the upswing. And thank you guys for all the messages, all the advice, all the support. It was really unexpected, but people were saying the sweetest things and just helping me out so much. I've been bad at responding to DMs this week. I'm so sorry. There's so many in there that I have to get to, but I was like barely responding to even emails. I could not do anything. I'm getting back at it. And speaking of emails, I got an email on Tuesday (laughs) from Jennifer Lopez's lawyer. It was so unexpected. (laughs) I've never gotten a cease and desist in my life. Basically, a cease and desist is a threat that they will sue you if you don't stop doing something. So I was threatened by J Lo's lawyer, the lawyer's name was Jennifer Muir, and the gag is is that I didn't open it because I was kind of depressed, and the cease and desist said that I have 12 hours <laughs> to take down a video on YouTube that I made about Jennifer Lopez. It was a conspiracy theory video where I said that she doesn't sing her own songs. By the way, that's a fact. She doesn't sing a lot of her own songs, and. <laughs> Like, it was way past 12 hours at that point. So I was like, oh, fuck. Let me go to court with Jenny from the block right now. So I'm going to read you what the cease and desist says. Because there's nothing on here that says... I can't tell everyone about this. It says, as the post is unauthorized, false, and misleading. First of all, I didn't say it was facts. I said it was a conspiracy theory. And by the way, I know I don't have to, like, listen to this cease and desist. And I know I would be fine if I kept it up. Because... I did not infer anything as fact and I'm not really like scared of that in that situation. I know I didn't do anything wrong. I just don't give a shit. So I I took it down. I have a bunch of other videos, a bunch of other videos with millions and millions of views. I don't need dumbass JLo pulling a Milli Vanilli on us to be my popular video online. I have a lot of those. It says, your use of the artist IP, basically her name, falsely implies and creates a likelihood of confusion that our client has granted you certain rights, as if everyone in the internet doesn't talk about Jennifer Lopez. Literally everyone. And I know I'm allowed to do that. So this is just basically to scare me with their power and money to take it down because they don't want the truth of JLo not being the artist that she says she is online. And that's just the fact of the matter. Allegedly, let me just say, Allegedly, in this, everything I'm saying about JLo right now is not fact. It's alleged. And I hope everyone hears this who may be listening, especially if you're a lawyer. Everything in this episode about JLo is alleged. On behalf of our client, we hereby request that you immediately take down and remove the post and delete any copies in your possession of any of the elements embodied therein, including, without limitation, the audio as well as any other similar social media posts relating to our client and or otherwise implying that you have the right to do so. Additionally, kindly notify us all contexts in which you have used the artist IP. No, I don't care. I'm not scrolling through my thousands of videos and finding every time I use the word JLo. I don't give a shit. Moreover, our client hereby demands that you preserve all evidence. If this matter proceeds to litigation, initial discovery will include requests for documents and other discovery that will include electronically stored information in its native form as such demand is made that you preserve all relevant esi and writings as defined in california evidence code please contact us within 12 hours from our delivery of this letter to you to confirm your understanding and compliance with the foregoing furthermore please feel free to contact to discuss the matter it's really not that deep i'm not gonna go dig up every time i said j-lo in my life i'm sorry i took the post down everything's alleged it was a conspiracy theory video everyone knows that um and yeah and there's so many other videos saying the same exact thing online so i i I bet you j-lo's doing like a clean sweep of any defamatory things talking about her because everyone's clowning her right now because someone started a lie online that said j-lo is going to do a whitney houston tribute at the grammys this year which we all know j-lo's just not fit to do that so she can't do a whitney houston Tribute performance. So people were clowning her so much. So I bet you all those posts are taken down now. As she should, though, JLo. Get them, girl. You slay mama. Yes, girl. Boss babe. Honestly, I, I support you, JLo. You finessed your way to the top. Like Mariah Carey said, allegedly, you don't have to have a good voice to have a number one song. Just kidding. I'm bitter. Uh, Again, everything I said was a legend. I love you, J-Lo. Okay, let's let's get into what we're going to talk about right now. And that is about Miss Ariana Grande. I don't know if you guys know, but I'm clearly a fanboy. That's what this whole thing is about. But the number one celebrity that my heart beats for, the reason I got into... The whole pop culture world and truly the first person I stand so hard. And the reason I have a TikTok account because I started as a fan account for this girl. Ariana Grande is my favorite celebrity of all time. We never really get to talk about her, though, because she's so private. She doesn't give us anything to talk about, which is really boring at sometimes, The general public is like, where did she go? She's kind of disappeared from view as she's allowed to. She kind of warned us that she's going to take a break with her live album that was titled Okay, Bye for Now. She's going away for a little bit. But people have been noticing something about her in the little snippets of her life that we do get to see at this point when she posts on Instagram about her beauty line, Rem Beauty. She does all these promos for her perfumes and everything like that. And people have been thinking she's been getting skinnier and skinnier this whole year. And now they're starting to be concerned because there's one photo that she just posted. um, It was like in her rehearsals for the movie that she's going to be in soon or that they're actually filming right now. Finally, it started filming, but it's going to come out next year where she just looked really, really skinny. It was like a sideways photo. You know how Ariana Grande can never post a photo that's just the right way up. She's quirky. She likes that shit. It's sideways and her neck just looks so skinny. You can like see all the neck insides, you know, in her neck. That's what they're saying. I'm not judging. That's some consensus online. So let's just take a step back. Ever since Ariana Grande was in Victoria, she's been this petite, cute little girl. But in Victoria, she was, I would say, not at her, like, t- like teeny tiniest. And then when she became the pop star Ariana Grande, people noticed, wow, she lost, you know, a decent amount of weight which for her was probably like five pounds just because she's so small but you know if you're so tiny if you lose five pounds it's gonna make a big difference she went full vegan in 2013 once the show was all said and done and she was mature adult Ariana Grande she went like full vegan like raw vegan she was eating shit that tastes like the ground she was a level five vegan very dedicated and she was very skinny during that whole problem and break free era I mean, she looked good. She was just on the skinnier side. During that time, people would always say things about her weight. And I hate when people do that. If Really, no matter what weight someone is at, I hate when people comment on it because that person is very aware. They don't need someone to point it out, especially in an unhealthy internet way. If you're a loved one saying, I'm concerned, that's different. But we don't need to call her out like that. And Wendy Williams would always shame her for being too skinny on her show saying that ariana grande isn't built like a woman and it's it's like women shaming women it's it's just how are you going to tell a woman how they're supposed to be built that's super super toxic and i uh, i mean i like wendy but something she says is just like oh like it makes me want to just not like her. She's the size of a baby. She's only five feet. It's not like I'm saying that, you know. So she's just a little munchkin. She's probably 80 pounds soaking wet. So first of all, the carrying is not like carrying a fully formed woman. you know. I don't look at her as like a woman. Yeah, she's just very, very toxic. And I'm sure that got to Ariana Grande. I don't know if you guys remember this, but She was really skinny basically throughout her whole career, but in 2020 when she went to the Grammys, she was noticeably a bit more plump. And then people started to say that she gained some weight at the 2020 Grammys and saying that she was fat or something. And I don't even know how Ariana Grande and that word could be in the same sentence. And it seems so gross and disgusting that people were even talking about that. Some people were saying, oh, like she looks bigger but good for her she gained some healthy weight finally people just always have something to say about a woman's body but especially a woman who comes across as too skinny for a majority of their life in the public eye and then the second they gain any weight even though they just said they were too skinny they're gonna come for them and it's so fucked up ariana is 29 now and she's definitely skinnier than she was in 2020 she's lost some weight since then she's looks right now as skinny as she did in 2021 where like her arms look super skinny i feel like it might just have to do with maybe she went back to being vegan i know she stopped for a while maybe she wants to prepare for the role for wicked i know she's living overseas right now doing very intense training um she's off tour so maybe her diet regimen can be more sharp i don't know but she just is skinnier than she is before and people have something to say about it the tweets say She's smaller than she was three months ago. Wow, a big difference. Oh my goodness, what happened? She's too skinny. What happened? Why is everyone making assumptions about Ariana Grande's weight? Like, sis has always been skinny, so what's new? Someone else said, Literally, you guys look so dumb, body-shaming Ariana. I mean, not to be rude, but y'all wish you were as skinny as her. You fat assholes. I didn't know that one said that. I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't read the end of that one, but it just says, Hashtag leave Ariana alone. And I don't... That's like the end of... Anaconda when Nikki's like, fuck the skinny bitches. Fuck the skinny bitches in the club. Never has there ever been such a direct body shaming in the music industry of life. But that's what everyone's saying to Ariana right now. I wanna see all the big fat ass bitches in the motherfucking club. Fuck you if you skinny bitches. What? Yeah. It's very fucked up though and I don't condone it. And my consensus of Ariana since everyone is just deciding to talk about it right now, I think she looks fine. I think this is nothing abnormal for her. I think she's very in control of herself. She's very aware. She is very, um, she's an enthusiast of her health and eating very well and just taking care of herself. So I know it won't get to any bad sort of place. Um, I very, I'm very confident in that. And she's just naturally a petite person. So she's kind of just taking form of her natural self. Yes, everyone's body will fluctuate. I lose and gain the same. It's the same five pounds a lot. It's not as noticeable on me because I'm 5'10", and she's like 5'1". So this is just a natural form for her. There's no need to worry. She's not doing anything abnormal. She's just embracing her natural petite, tiny body. Good for her. People are also kind of worried about her controlling husband. Yes, there was a Dumois post that her husband, who she married almost two years ago at this point, is controlling his name is Dalton Gomez. We don't know, really know anything about him at all. But there's some kind of rumor that he's controlling her. There's a Dumois post back in the day that said an A-list pop star has a very controlling husband who seems to be manipulative and a red flag and the pop star doesn't see it. Only her friends do. I cannot believe that one. I Dumois is not right all of the time. They have some good tips here and there. Some can be reliable. But Ariana is not one to be controlled by a man, especially to that extent that he could cause some like mental damage to her or control every single aspect of her life. No way that must be about someone, something else. Hopefully whatever pop star that's about have gotten rid of that asshole. But I don't think there's anything to worry about. People were used to having Ariana have really open relationships with the world and go out and about every day and tease the paparazzi and give us all these fun moments But now she wants to be private, and we should respect that, not make up these crazy, insane rumors about her private life. Ariana isn't one to be fucked with by men. And I don't think any of this stuff is true, any of these anxieties people are having. She fucks with men, not the other way around. She publicly embarrassed Scooter Baron and fired him when he was overstepping his boundaries as her manager. She said, I don't need you. You need me, bitch. And she was right because he came crawling back. She had to rehire him. She publicly embarrassed all the white men who control the Grammys after she refused to perform at that year's award show because they were trying to control her and not letting her perform the song that she wants to. She shut them down. And... She's literally called out all of her exes by name in a number one hit song and talked about their penises to billions of people in the world because she doesn't give a fuck what a man has to say. Period. So I think Ariana can do whatever she wants. She can be skinny if she wants. She can be private if she wants. And I'm a ride or die for her till the end. But Ariana, please come back. I miss you. Please drop anything. You could burp the abcs into a microphone and i would stream it every single day but anyway what can we learn from this i think we can learn that you are in control of your own happiness you are the director of your own life but with that making your own decisions about your own life comes with people who are not going to like your choices that you make one way or another They won't like if you're too skinny or you're too fat. They won't like if you're too open or too private. They're going to find something to say no matter what. But Ariana is being the very stern director of her life. She's chasing whatever makes her happy. She knows people are going to say something about it, but she doesn't give a shit because she's used to it. She's done everything before to try to people please and she's done with that. People need to stop looking for external validation. Stop thinking That your choices are only correct if someone gives you validation. Your weight isn't correct because someone gives you validation. Your weight is correct because you like that weight. If you like being skinny, even very skinny, do it. Who cares? Ariana clearly wants to be very skinny. And she is, and she looks good. She is directing her own life, and that's what she wants to do. If she wanted to be bigger, she could be bigger. If she wants to put her relationship on blast again and let us all in, she could do that. But she wants to keep it private for her own selfish reasons, and it's good to be selfish like that. She's being the stern director of her own life. The negativity of others doesn't matter to her anymore. Her happiness is what matters to her. So don't ever feel bad for making a decision about your own life that may upset another person, especially in this cancel culture day and age where it seems like you have to make every correct decision or you'll be canceled or your world will be over for all these small details. No, you're going to make a decision that that the public thinks is not morally correct that you are going to want to do. And that's fine. You can do that. And be prepared to get some backlash for it. But who cares? You're not responsible for people on looking's happiness. You're responsible for your own happiness. Can we talk about something really interesting that's going on with Ariana, though? And that is this Ariana Grande impersonator. She's very famous on TikTok. She has, like, in the 10 millions of views. Let me, let me, let me pull up her account. Let me, let me. She has 10 million followers on TikTok. And she's been impersonating Ariana Grande since she was 12. Her name is Paige Neiman. You've probably heard of her before. She's very famous. She gets like hundreds of millions of views for doing this. She does naturally look pretty similar to Ariana. Um, there's, I mean, they're not identical. It's very obvious that she's an impersonator. But the impersonation is pretty good, honestly. And she's made a whole career out of it. Ariana has kind of shaded this Girl, she's 21 or 22. She shaded her before because Ariana just doesn't think she does the best impression of her because sometimes she'll do the Ariana Grande look, like the ponytail and the brown hair and the cat eye makeup, but she'll put audio doing the cat Valentine from Victorious Voices. And Ariana just isn't sold on this impression. So she kind of shades her sometimes. Someone made a TikTok that said it's degrading to do impressions of someone and reduce them to just the smallest parts of who they are. That's basically what they said. And Ariana Grande commented and said, can this please also double as your impression of the ponytail TikTok girls who think doing the Cat Valentine voice and wearing that winged eyeliner and a sweatshirt is doing a good impression of me? Because that's how it really feels. Basically, she's saying that these impressions from Paige are degrading to her and she would like her to stop. Paige was very upset by that her idol said please stop impersonating me it's degrading and honestly if someone was out there trying to make fun of me and degrade me to the fact that I have a big forehead and a stutter and that's all they focused on I would be so upset and I would think that's really degrading or the sound of my voice so I kind of get what Ariana is saying and I like that she just didn't let Paige use her likeness for views anymore she kind of voiced how she feels about it I think that's cool Um, but Paige was very upset and she said she's not a fan of Ariana Grande anymore. So the haters who think Paige is weird thought she would finally go away. (laughs) Nope. Ariana's number one impersonator is now impersonating her, get ready, on OnlyFans. Ew. Ew, can you believe that, class? That is something you don't do. You do not do that if you're impersonating someone. Basically, she's using Ariana Grande's audios on TikTok in, like, sexy lingerie outfits with her songs in the background that are trying to be sexy. And then she'll be like, link in bio. And she's making NSFW content on her OnlyFans. I'm not paying for that content. That is not what I want to see. I do not. I'm not interested in that. And I think I would die. It would almost feel wrong to violate Ariana Grande like that. Like, it's weird because she's dressing as Ariana Grande to get all sexy and naked online as if giving people the fantasy that they're really seeing Ariana and putting that image in their head. And it feels dirty. It feels wrong. Gross. And I feel like it should be illegal. Like OnlyFans is a business and you're using someone's likeness to promote your business. And we all know from JLo now that you can't use someone's likeness, especially in a business. But Paige is trying to get away with it because she's saying, Oh, I'm not impersonating. I'm not impersonating. in all of her bios online but girl, you kind of are. And it's very obvious. So I guess she's getting around it in a way, but she's charging $15 a month to see her dress as Arya Grande and be sexy. And people online are so mad at her. They're absolutely pissed at her. They think this is just foul and wrong. And I could not agree more. Arya hasn't publicly said anything. I hope she just doesn't know, but I don't know how Paige can sleep at night knowing that she's making money off of selling the sexual fantasy of someone else against their will it's it seems like a consent issue there and i hope one day ariana can do something but Ariana's too busy to even know right now and she would probably just get triggered and throw up if she found out so i hope she never does You guys, it is Nicki Minaj's 40th birthday. Can you believe it? The queen is 40. And I think Nicki Minaj is going to have a longer reign than Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. Didn't Queen Elizabeth reign for like 70 years or something? Nicki is about to dethrone her too. It's crazy to think about, right? Because... We know Nikki has been around for a while, but 40 seems like a pretty big number. She actually didn't even get really famous until she was about 27, 28 ish. So I guess it does make sense she has been around for that many years. And just because Nikki looks fucking phenomenal and has this young energy and stomps on these hoes and breaks bitches' neck as if she's 21 years old, you know? She's an elegant bitch with a hoe glow. And she does not look a day over 21. She looks fucking amazing. And Nikki, happy birthday. We all love you so much. Everyone listening to this podcast. And even if they don't love you, even if they like Cardi or whoever, they still love you. And that's a fact. You've given us so much over the years. So many of the most... Just music to have absolute catatonic episodes to. And sometimes just have full-out seizures to. Is it my fault putting these bitches on? She's so good. She's such a legend. People are already being ageist against her. We've seen it. Hashtag 40-year-old bully was going around a few months ago um, when Nikki was bullying Lotto, when they were in the whole fight over not doing a feature together. Whatever. Nikki may or may not have been, in my opinion, going a little too hard on Lotto, showing some symptoms of being a bully. But still, it's never okay to be ageist against someone especially around the number 40 because that just adds to the stigma that society always thinks that people are afraid of the number 40 they call it over the hill because they just see it as kind of this this peak and then just of like i guess the middle of life not peak in like you're doing the best but peak as in like you're halfway through life and it's just gonna go downhill from here no matter what happens people think your 20s are your prime and that's when you can have all your fun and be youthful, but you better be married with kids by 30 and start to settle down by then because you're already pretty old. And then 40 is when your life's supposed to slow down and it's no longer exciting. The thrill of living is gone and you start aging. You can't be sexy and you should basically just shrivel up and die. It's seen as this really sad day in your life that I think is really traumatic for a lot of people and people will even make birthday cakes with graves on them. And that's so fucked up to me. I've, I know people, older people who said that they cried when they woke up on their 40th birthday and kourtney kardashian even said that she was crying on her 40th birthday gay men even called 30 10 years before gay death because that's when you're seen as used up and not youthful anymore the gay community is so toxic and we need to work on that but that's just how deep internalized ageism runs and they see 40 as this death and people believe it Society really nails it into you and they're trying to like take away your soul and your spirit and hammer you down into this place once you turn 40. How dare they? Nikki hasn't even posted today yet, so I hope she isn't crying right now. I don't see that happening. I hope she's having fun with her big fat baby that she's always wanted that she finally has and her husband who's questionable, but I hope she's having a really good day. I wanted to give Nikki hope in case she is having a hard day, though, by just spotlighting five famous badass boss bitch women who are 40, who I think are currently at the peaks of their lives. I want to start with none other than Kim Kardashian. She has changed the standards of beauty since she's gotten into the game. Say whatever you want about her. I know she's always controversial, but especially right now because of the whole Balenciaga thing, even though Kanye literally said he loves Balenciaga, but people want to stand Kanye because people want to be crazy and yeah. Kim Kardashian has really, in the last few years, changed what it means to be the it girl at a certain age because she's been the most famous she's ever been these last couple of years. We didn't even think that was possible, but she just keeps going up and up and up. There's no ceiling for her. She's constantly breaking the glass ceiling and she's the it girl in her 40s, in her early 40s at this point. She's 42. All of her wildest dreams have come true in the last few years. She became a billionaire. She finally made two businesses that were successful. I know her makeup line is taking a break. But Skims is one of the most successful businesses of the last few years that have started. She passed the baby bar test, going back to school that people normally do in their 20s. She was on another Vogue cover of American Vogue. And Sports Illustrated, the sexiest magazine that there is. And she looked fucking phenomenal on it. Um, She had the most watched reality show of the year. She just won the People's Choice Awards for best reality show of the year. She's worked with every exclusive high fashion house that she's ever wanted to work with, in her life she's finally been accepted by them and got to make their own lines with them and work hand in hand and show off everything that she's learned about fashion all these years just now and all doing it while she looks phenomenal like 25 years old so yeah kim can be problematic but i think she's really inspiring in that way to a lot of women women around her age another person kourtney kardashian even though she cried about turning 40 it's been so amazing for her since then We never thought she would find love. I thought she would be the bitter cat lady of the Kardashian clan. But she's finally found a man that she's just fucking in love with and can let her guard down and just be the funny, goofy, in-love Courtney that we've always wanted her to be able to be. She (laughs) finally has her own business that she can be passionate about because she now knows what it takes to run a fucking business. (laughs) She has the Lemmy gummies. I haven't tried them yet. I want to order them. I really do like melatonin gummies because those shits knock me the fuck out they give me some weird ass nightmares but they really work so i think I'm, I'm gonna get those um she even said that 40 has been so amazing for her ever since kelly clarkson is someone who also turned 40 this year and i always say she is the most hard-working woman in hollywood right now she's dominating every industry also she's like the challenging queen of christmas from mariah carey her song under the tree and santa can you hear me with ariana She's like up and coming queen of Christmas. It's crazy how much I'm hearing her right now, but she's this super successful artist with her new music and her old music and always touring. And she was just on the voice. She won the last season of the voice. She has all these commercials that she's doing for some reason, just to put more on her plate because she can, I guess she's so relevant right now. And she has the most successful talk show since Ellen. She literally just won the people's choice award for the best talk show of the year and who would have thought that would have happened with everything else she has going on. She's truly dominating the whole world and looks so just amazing and happy and vi- vibrant and self-assured with everything she does and it's so cool to see her as this boss bitch. And I feel I feel like now I just feel so much more like myself, I can't yeah. explain it. I can't wait to get there. We They're constantly telling yeah, me I about it. I yeah, love being in my forties. Yeah, America gave me Feel a kick off into it. It's such a different mentality, isn't mm-hmm. it? It is. Like, what would you? How would you describe that feeling for people who don't know what reaching forty is? Because there's some freedom. It's like a boss. Like like, boss. am Boss mode. You yeah, own who you are. Well, <laughs> no you just difference. wait till you get to your eighties, like Someone else I want to point out is Olivia Wilde. She's about to turn forty. Not quite there yet, but in that same realm, she. She also just won a people's choice award for the best drama movie for don't worry darling it should have won the award for best drama on the set of a movie but that's another topic um she made a huge profit at the box office it was such a success she's killing it as a director which is a really hard industry to dominate in as a woman right now it's very male-led but she's really leading the way in that arena and it's always just been a dream of hers and to see it come to fruition in such a big way this year was really cool to see. And she dated motherfucking Harry Styles, a man that 12-year-old girls go rabbit in the mouth and 21-year-old Instagram baddies all perky and plump and BBL'd would die for and she got him if that doesn't make you feel good about approaching 40 i don't know what will and then lastly um excuse me beyonce the literal queen of the world so many year-end lists are saying that she had the best album of the year she's nominated for an insane amount of grammys a disrespectful amount of grammys at that she is stomping on jay-z's record for the grammys and like she's married to one of the most successful men in america and she's topping him that's fucking crazy so good for her her album Renaissance was truly that bitch. She's that girl. And she was just named one of time's most powerful women in the world this year. I would say that JLo, who's in her 50s, is thriving and she's a good example. But she's not. She's not thriving. She's a flop. She can rot. Kendall Jenner was my old enemy, but now it's JLo. Allegedly. So what can we learn from this? And what hope can we give to Nicki Minaj and shut out all the ageists out there? Also, don't be ageist, you guys. That's so annoying. Ew. I never understood the mechanism of being ageist because age isn't like it doesn't discriminate. We're all gonna grow old. God for, you know, God willingly. We're all gonna grow old. So why would you want to shame someone for just, I don't know, being human and existing? People's audacity is fucking crazy to me. I would never. Anyway, what can we learn from this? Do not age yourself. Never let the self-limiting belief that you're too old to be the reason that you don't do something. The second that thought pops into your head, don't let it even sit in there for five seconds. You are not too old to start that new dream. You are not too old to be who you want to be. You're not too old for anything. Internalized Internalized ageism runs so deep in all of us, but it's a lie made to suppress you and your dreams. Your age anxiety is lying to you. It's a delusion. You can accomplish so much at 40 at any age. You're capable of everything that you were at 20 as you are now. You don't need society's permission to keep doing things that excite you after any point in time. 40 is the perfect age too because you're wise and you're self-assured. You're powerful. You're confident. And all those things are lethal. And one day you'll look back when you're 90 and be like, wow, I was so young when I was 40. And i've i've heard an older person say that before and it was just really inspiring to hear because they're right you have all the time in the world when you're literally old to be old so don't rush that don't age yourself i'm gonna be a betty white ass bitch who's doing shit that excites me until i'm 99 years old about to hit 100 and you'll never be as young as you are right now so why rush anything in this very moment, I'm king. In this very moment, I slay Goliath with the sling. This very moment, I bring. Put it on everything. That I will retire with the ring. And I will retire with the crown. Yes. No, I'm not lucky. I'm blessed. Yes. Clap for the heavyweight champ. Me. But I couldn't do it all alone. We. Young money raised me. Grew up out in Paisley, Southside Jamaica. Queens and it's crazy. Cause I'm still hood. Hollywood couldn't change me. Shout out to my haters. be that you couldn't phase me. So I saw some people online bullying Kiki Palmer. And what the fuck is that about? I agree with some bullying. Some people need to be bullied like Andrew Tate or me when I was 12. But Kiki Palmer of everyone, she's the last person I would think of. But basically people were bullying her because they said she looked ugly. Bitch where? They said under that makeup. Bitch where? So as we know, she just announced that she is pregnant Last week, it was a beautiful announcement. She looked so stunning and plumply plump plump plump, pregnant on the SNL stage. Good for her. She had a sexy man impregnate her sleigh. Her boyfriend so hot, and she posted another photo with her man, Darius Jackson. And she was not wearing makeup. They were at a soccer game or something. I know the World Cup is going on right now, but I don't know where they were at. But they were at a soccer game. And she appeared to just have some acne on her face. So people were really going in on her saying, Oh, the hormones for the pregnancy must be getting to you. Oh, pimple face, greasy. You are ugly. And her response to getting called ugly was my favorite ever. And you know, it's bad when you can type in Kiki Palmer on Twitter. And then one of the suggested phrases is Kiki Palmer, ugly. That, that, if that happened to me, If you could type in petty pop culture and then a phrase that comes up is ugly, that's it for me. Bury me in satin. Lay me down on a bed of roses because I am dying young. I could not deal with that if that happened to me. This is what she said. I just saw a few comments of people saying I was ugly because I wasn't wearing any makeup. And I really want y'all to get help. I want y'all to get the help that y'all need. Because makeup isn't real. I'm beautiful in real life because of who I am, not what I look like. I wish I could bottle up how I feel about myself and sell it. Because some people take comments to heart and these people just say anything. I mean, truly, it's insane to say anyone is ugly, but especially me. What a perfect and flawless response. Not only letting them know that she is unaffected and that she is better than them, which she is, that's a fact, and that she's more beautiful than them and just naturally beautiful. She got all that out of the way, but she also said that, they need to confront their trauma immediately and figure out why they feel the need to bully someone and really get to the root of their insanity. That is leaving a hate comment on someone's page, calling them ugly. I could never bring myself to do that. Typing out the words, sitting there in your bed, so disgruntled, looking at a photo of Kiki Palmer with her boyfriend that you are going to say that she is ugly, especially when she's pregnant. What What are you doing? That's insane. And you need Dr. Phil or, or just the, the best therapist that money could buy they probably don't have the money for that though and that's the problem so what can we learn from this i love what kiki said about she basically knows she's beautiful she doesn't care what anyone else says and that's so true the truth of how good you look lies within you people's opinions about how you look are worthless I used to look for people's approval so much with my appearance from my clothes to my hair that I almost kind of lost the sense of my own discretion and my own opinion. I wouldn't rely on how I felt about myself before I left the house. I would rely on someone else and how they felt and the look they gave me when they saw me. And if they were looking at my hair or looking at a certain piece of clothing I was wearing, things like that or just little comments about my appearance that I may interpret as negative, those would really control how I look all the time and it would lead me to, to over-obsessing about fitness, over-obsessing about how I look and changing what I wear or whatever. I literally wouldn't want to leave my house if my hair looked bad that day. I wouldn't want to leave my room if I had acne. Then one day it just clicked that I can walk out of my house again, not waiting for other people's opinions, but now I can walk out of my house knowing that I look good because I said so it saves me so much time to give myself the stamp of approval. I don't even think about anyone else's. It clears so much space in my mind that I used to be making for others. And it just lets me have a more productive, peaceful day thinking about real productive things. And what Kiki is saying, that you're beautiful because you approve yourself, is so true. You're beautiful because of who you are as a person and what you bring to the table. And I think to myself sometimes like, damn, I'm Patty. I'm me. I'm irreplaceable. I'm so kind and warm. And I think an inspiring person to be around. And I bring so much to everyone's in my, to everyone's life that's in my life. And I'm beautiful because of what I offer by just literally gracing people with my presence. I know it sounds cocky or arrogant but it's just so true and it's true for you too it's really a privilege that you get to brace people with your presence and if they're going to say something about your appearance that's insane so i'm just saying don't care what people say wear the weird shirt you want to the weird clothes the whatever do your hair any style that you want if you have acne who gives a shit just know you're beautiful if you say so. Someone who was probably one of Kiki Palmer's bullies, because apparently he's a bully to everyone in the world. That is James Corden. I, I, you know, I think of James Corden as this, as this warm panda that I just want to hug. Like he just seems like really fuzzy and warm and inviting. And like he would just give a great hug and he just seems like a nice person on his show. But as we know from recent outings about him, that he is just Not a good person at all. Even from the past, from all these allegations for people on Reddit saying that he's an asshole to fans in public and on airplanes he's even was rude to his family apparently. And his mom and his sister said they asked him to seek therapy because he was being such a bitch. (laughs) Imagine going to bitch therapy. I should have been sent to that summer camp as a child. Bitch camp. But seriously, the fact that he's an adult and he's still an asshole, just a few months ago, he went to a restaurant in New York called The Balthazar and the owner said that, quote, James Corden is a hugely gifted comedian, but is a tiny critten of a man and the most abusive customer to my Balthazar servers since the restaurant opened 25 years ago. That's very impressive. He was that much of an asshole. And now a superstar, another A-list celebrity, a Spice Girl at that, Mel B., who I think is maybe the most iconic Spice Girl. I was, you know, a, a little bit too young for them. I really wasn't even alive when Wanna Be came out. But Mel B is just so iconic. I think she's my favorite out of all of them. She literally said um, in an interview that she was in recently, just last week. It's uh, she was asked who is the biggest dickhead in Hollywood, and Mel B said, "Quote, James Corden. I think you always have to be nice to people that you work with, whether it's production." camera guys sound people lighting we all work for the same thing so you should always be nice and he hasn't been very nice damn not another celebrity saying something about him and well i think this was the first celebrity to directly say something but the fact that it's now even celebrities say like he's even rude to like peers before it was kind of like citizens or common folk, you know, who who aren't famous, but now it's these people on his level that he even feels entitled enough to be rude to. That's insane. And James can try to wipe off all of these claims, but eventually there's going to be so many that there's nowhere left for him to go. It's just so many people have had such a negative experience with him. He's commonly known as a rude, evil person. And I don't care how famous you are or what impact you had on pop culture or whatever, if that's the legacy you're going to leave behind, that is so sad that is the worst legacy and so embarrassing and i'm actually happy his show is ending and that makes me sad to say because i think his show is pretty good i really like the segments that he does you know i love spill your guts or feel your guts harpo karaoke and i think he's so funny but why is he like this it's so discouraging and it's now confirmed in my mind before i wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt but he's a bad person and I don't think we should give him more of our time. So what can we learn from this? People respond to you based on how you treat them. They will give you back what you gave them. And I've noticed that a lot in my life. If anyone's even a half, half decent, decent human being, they are going to give you back the energy that you give them. A lot of people appreciate kindness. They appreciate realness and warmth and they will give that back to you because that is just the right human thing to do and most of all people will not remember you for you know your status or your social currency or whatever but they're gonna remember how you make them feel and they're gonna have that feeling with them forever you guys can probably remember certain people that you're thinking of right now that just made you feel bad and that is gonna stick with you because you can almost like relive that feeling inside you when you think of them again and you won't forget that and Clearly James Corden is just not a nice person. So I think we can all learn that it's not worth letting your temper get the best of you or being rude to someone to try to make yourself feel better. It's just best to learn how to give people a positive interaction and you should have a desire to want to leave people feeling positive about the experience they just had with you. So when they think of you in the future, it's nothing bad. It's nothing negative. And when they see you, they're not reliving that emotion. They just feel something good. And they're eager when you walk in the room and they want to talk to you again. Because what a horrible legacy and my biggest fear would be to leave something like that behind. So I think what I'm trying to say is that we leave a lasting impact on the people that we meet. And that just means the weight of our words have even bigger consequences than just in that moment it's really a forever thing so it's all of our jobs to raise the vibration of just humankind and be nice Okay, so there's some crazy tea in the fitness world right now. And even if you're not into fitness, I think you would like hearing this. It has to do with one big influencer and then one super big A-list celebrity. And there's definitely a lot of body standards for women that are so unrealistic and really wrong that people portray. Like the Kardashians, girl, we know you don't just put in the work at the gym. We know you've had a lot done. It's very toxic. That's goes without debate unrealistic standards are very toxic but there's some for men too especially when it comes to fitness of course no man wants to be teased about being scrawny or being the smallest guy in the room so the weightlifting world is very big with men even gay men it's very big with gay men so this is something that i think people would find interesting a super famous influencer with over a million followers on tiktok and hundreds and thousands on instagram and youtube millions combined His name is Liver King. He is a fitness guru who's in his 40s, but he is like jacked like um, I'm trying to think someone who's like Brock Lesnar, like he's jacked like a WWE superstar. He's just so big. His muscles seem almost just superhero like massive. And his name is the Liver King and he's built this whole brand on his idea of the ancestral diet. Which huge red flag to me! If someone is trying to sell me something based on how our ancestors ate when they didn't have a working stove, I'm not like using that. I'm I'm not doing that. I, I I would like the like the air fryer diet. Like, is that a thing? Can I do that? He tries to sell his ancestral diet to the fitness community, and that is eating animal organs such as raw liver bone marrow and bull testicles, things like that. But on his Instagram or TikTok every day, he's just eating like piles of raw meat. I have an aversion to a lot of red meat. I hate ham. I hate ribs, steak, all of it. I do not eat red meat like that. I think it's so disgusting. So his po- profile for me, he just doesn't appeal to me. He's he's not the kind, the kind of fitness influence influencer that i watch but he's clearly very popular and a lot of young boys and men look up to him they think he's so dedicated and they want to build a body like his so he's made a hundred million dollars in his life and tens of millions every single year from selling protein supplements and dried animal organs under his brand heart and soil and he sells his ancestral supplements God only knows what's in them. Um, his shop charges 30 to $65 a bottle for capsules containing grass-fed beef liver. Ew. Never in my life would I think taking a pill like that would be a- appealing. I, I, but still, I get why people do. He does the things that the Kardashians do. It's the whole idea of, oh, do you want to look like me? Do you want to have my perfect... Appearance. Well, you can only look like me if you buy this product that only I sell. (laughs) That's what he's doing. And let's give it up to him. He's very, very smart. He made this whole very unique attention getting diet with this great physique. And being entertaining and putting it on social media was the perfect recipe for him to make millions of dollars. But there's kind of a crack in his armor here because people think wow, does the ancestral diet really work? Or is it something else that we don't see that he's doing? Is he really taking steroids? Like people with the Kardashians, oh, do they really just work out and use these products? Use Skims shapewear? Or do they get plastic surgery? The answer is, it's not as organic or traditional as someone who preaches about the ancestral diet should be. You know, he, he the, the ancestors didn't have steroids, unfortunately. So... He is not this all-natural guy. And for years, he would always say, oh, I I don't do steroids. He, quote, said, I don't touch this stuff. I've never done this stuff. I'm not going to do this stuff. He said, I don't give a fuck. I never gave a fuck. And I never will give a fuck. That's what he's saying. Until last week, when his brand really just, it all came crashing down because his emails with his doctors were leaked. Oh, no. And you guys, this fitness guru was exposed for spending $12,000 a month on illegal supplements. So $144,000 a year to look like how he looks. Clearly, astronomically unobtainable to the normal person. His business plan was just blown out of the water why would anyone buy his products ever again? Because his whole brand image and statement and, like, the mission statement of his brand that you can look like me if you do these things is now debunked. It's it's factually not true anymore. So this is going to put him in such hot water. He was exposed for being on six different illegal supplements, including steroids and testosterone, that was obtained illegally. And he apologized. Making this video... To apologize because I fucked up, because I'm embarrassed and ashamed, because I lied and I misled a lot of people. (sighs) Yes, I've done steroids, and yes, I'm on steroids, monitored and managed by a trained hormone clinician. He said that he's sorry for misleading, he feels bad. I wish the apology was better because. I feel like there was just more excuses in there, less responsibility. I wish he talked about the mental impact that he could have on a lot of people, but it was more just so I'm sorry. This was kind of my reasoning. I just wish it was a little more, but still good for him for apologizing. I think that's a good first step. Other influencers would just kind of ignore it. Say it's not true. Say those emails were fake, whatever. So I'm happy he apologized and other influencers are still out there lying. They're scared (laughs) of deleting their emails right now as we speak including Dwayne The Rock Johnson, because Dwayne The Rock Johnson is being accused of being on steroids right now by Joe Rogan on the biggest podcast in the world, just like slightly bigger than mine, just a little bigger than my podcast. Um, He said the other day that in response to this whole Liver King debacle, that The Rock should just come clean right now, Joe Rogan said, quote, he should make a video in response to the Liver King video, saying, I need to talk to you because The Rock's been lying. There's not a fucking chance in hell he's clean. Not a chance in hell. As big as The Rock is at 50, he's so massive and he's so different than he was when he was 30. I mean, yeah, I I, I agree. I'm not going to like ignorantly vouch for The Rock. I'm, I'm sorry. I, it's It's pretty obvious he's on something. Once you like start even just like following a lot of these fitness guys and getting into fitness even a little, it becomes really obvious who is and who isn't because there's people who are very open about it, which I love. And they look exactly like the people who are not open about it, but look very suspiciously on the same supplement. And you can just tell by the width of their muscles, the pinpoints where muscles grow, their frame, the veins in their body. You can just tell by a lot of things. So I agree. I think the rock should come out. I think it's very um, discouraging to people. I get The Rock is supposed to be the superstar entertainer, but the fact that he sells fitness things and wants to be a fitness guru too, I just think that's crossed the line and it's very damaging to men's mental health who are like 14 and 15 and just getting into lifting and they're like, why after even three or four years can I not look This good because it's not obtainable and it's not realistic. And I wish just like the plastic surgery conversation, people should just be more open about it, but you know, that's up to them. So I guess we can't force them, but what can we learn from this? I think the overall conversation here is about unrealistic expectations If someone's beauty body muscles, their face or hair look like an unrealistic vision of beauty, it's because it is. It is not real. And unfortunately, we can't force them to come out and just say that. So I think we need to just be very diligent um, and conscious consumers of fake people online and understand that if there's a product involved or there is money to be made these people who are trying to sell you these products are not your friend at all. The basis of their company feeds off of you comparing yourself to them and feeling inadequate because you're just a natural human doing completely regular things. Even if you're working out and dieting great, you're not going to look like them. And that's what they want you to feel. So they buy your product. So you just have to, one, not compare yourself. I know it's hard. I know comparing can sometimes be, you know, just for fun and not as, Um, intense or deep as some think guys like to compare muscles in the gym all the time it's a thing but when it comes to people on that sort of status and level who have an ulterior motive we cannot trust them and it unfortunately being on social media it takes a trained eye to see that so it's just all about not giving in to unrealistic expectations and just being a conscious consumer of them Okay, well, thank you guys for joining me on Pop Culture University today. I hope you had a good time listening and had some fun and got the tea. I appreciate you all for being here. The bell doesn't dismiss you. I dismiss you. But truly, I appreciate you all so much. I'm going to try to get back to all the DMs by the next episode. I promise. What's today? Friday. Okay, I'm going to try to get back to all the DMs by Tuesday. Again, if you want to, you know, fast track that, put me on your story, tag me. I will hit you up very, very shortly after you do that. And I hope you guys have been having a good week. Again, my week is getting better. You can probably tell in my energy, I'm more like lively today. Um, I'm still struggling a bit, but for the most part, I'm doing better. So just thank you for being here. I feel like this has been a traumatic week for a lot of people. I've heard a lot of people in my life have very bad news this week. So I, I, I wonder what's going on. I hope you guys aren't in the same boat. But if you are, I'm here for you, girl. You're not alone with how you feel. We are all in this together and we will get through it together. Tough times don't last, but tough people do. You know what they say. So bad bitches have bad days too. That's a Megan the Stallion said. And she she has a website online called Bad Witches Have Bad Days Too. I've never been there, but I think there's like mental health resources. So maybe check out www.badbitcheshavebaddays2.com. I should do that right after this and maybe I will. But anyways... Have an amazing weekend. I will see y'all on Tuesday. Okay, bye. Love you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.